welcome to the Speaking for Him podcast. I am your host, Andrew Gomison, and I am here with um, my two special co-hosts, Denise Dykstra and Naomi Van Harn, and we are going to reveal to you the next four books for the Speaking for Him book club. I had said before that I wasn't going to put a year on this because I always tend to record these uh, a little bit later than I intend to, so we're just going to say... Um, our August 2018 selections. So to kick things off, I'm going to have Naomi share with us our quote of the day. Show me a family of readers, and I will show you the people who move the world. Napoleon Bonaparte. And I I picked this quote because I thought it was a, a really interesting take on the common phrase, readers are leaders. I definitely believe that's true. Um, because I think that when you read and you read a varied uh, amount of different things, you can, it's it's a really good way to form opinions and to come up with a good worldview in your life um, as opposed to just parroting what other people tell you through the media. And so th- one of the things that I purposed to do when I set out uh, with Naomi to create this book club, uh, I think four years ago now, something along those lines, maybe even five, was that I wanted to give people quality books that we could all read together and we could grow in our Christian faith um, as well as to um, just have quality, entertaining reading that would give us substance. Because you can read any number of things, um, but some things just, just are fluff. And I'll admit that occasionally I like books like that, but... Um, we also need to have books that will, will build us up and, uh, uh, help us to make a difference in the world. And as Napoleon Bonaparte says, to be people who move the world. And so today we're going to, um, review the titles, talk a little bit about why we chose them and give our initial reactions to these titles, having not read them yet. That's another thing that I always do is I choose books that I haven't read um, for the most part. Um, the second one on our list I read a long time ago. But, um, so the first selection is Red Badge of Courage by Stephen Crane. Now, it's interesting because I've heard that a classic is a book that everyone talks about but no one ever reads. And that's one of the things that I wanted to do when I started this book club is to read some of the books that I'd always thought about reading but never actually um, managed to read. And so the book club gives me good accountability toward that end. And so The Red Badge of Courage is that first title. And um, I I like it because it, it's kind of a Civil War era um, book. It's based uh, um, in the bat- um, Battle of Chancellorsville from 1863, and uh, many veterans, both Union and Confederate, have praised the book's accurate representation of war. And um, critics consider its styli- stylistic strength the mark of a literary classic, and that's according to Amazon. Um, so, uh, Denise or Naomi, do you have any uh, initial thoughts before we actually read this book um, about its selection for the book club? 
Well, Red Badge of Courage, when you first told me that, I downloaded it, and I thought, oh, I have to read this, like, in a week, and um, momentarily <laughs> panicked, and uh, I just keep thinking of Red Baron Snoopy sitting on his uh, um, doghouse, and I know that's not at all what it's about, but every time you have said this quote, the title, that's all I can think about. Um, we read, did you, Naomi, were you with us when we read Liar, Temptress, Soldier, Spy? Yes. Oh, that was Excellent. a civil war book. It was so good. And I'm hoping that this book is just as good as that. I know I shouldn't probably throw out another book, but that, that was so mm. good. And it really opened my eyes to a lot of things about the civil war. Well, we talk about books around here, so that's never a bad thing. Mm. Um, I actually saw that one, that that one is available on Overdrive. Oh, it's it. so good. One of my oh, favorite websites in the world. Yes, mm-hmm. so, that's a good one. So I will definitely have to check that out at a future time. Naomi, um, had you heard of or read this book at all before? Nope, it's like you said, it's a classic. So it's one that I was like, eh, yeah, required reading in school, boring. <laughs> um, but <laughs> That's supposed to say. Boring. Okay. That's what I think, though. Like, I'd hear the title and you go... That's when kids are made to read, you yeah. know. And um, so I did look it up on Wikipedia, and it's not a true story, but it was apparently he talked to a soldier and pulled information yeah, from it. I, re- I looked up mm-hmm. on that, too, and they said that it was so factual. I'm yeah. Just a little, I, I didn't want to read too much about it. I'm one of those people who, when I read a book, I don't want to know what it's about because I don't want to have a preconceived idea of the book before I start it, mm-hmm. which means that I can get into a book and go, well, I did not need to read that or, you know, like, oh, I totally didn't see that coming. But, um, yeah, I had heard that, too, that that yeah. was supposed to be super accurate. Well, <laughs> and one of my biggest struggles with this book club, I'll be honest, is that I never want to read it too fast or, or too far before we actually sit down and record because I want mm-hmm. it to be fresh in my head um, when we actually do record. So I always um, try to schedule it at least a couple months out from when we start reading it. But then I also have to make sh- have to make sure that I check with Naomi <laughs> and or you now yep. to make sure that <laughs> yep. we can actually sit down and record so I have a good timeline for when to start reading it because I'm a fast reader. Mm-hmm. And if I start reading it too early, then it won't be fresh in my head when we record. So that's just, that's one of the things that I always think about. Okay, so, um, our second book, and, and again, I've always been, I've always been a Civil War buff, always enjoyed reading. As a result of being a Civil War buff, Abraham Lincoln has become one of my favorite presidents to study. Mm-hmm. I think he's probably been the mo, one of the most written about presidents. And so, this book um, should be interesting for that reason as well. Before we move on, I just wanted to add, and you probably read this, Denise, if you looked at Wiki as well. He started writing at four years old. No, and he I started having that. books published or articles published at 16. Oh, Stephen Crane did? Yeah. Oh, we're wow. going to have to do some research mm-hmm. when we record that one. That's going to be fun to dig yeah. into. So I just thought that was really interesting because yeah. they, they did praise how well written it was at the time and even today. That is awesome. All right. Well, um, this next one is When Comes the Spring. And I've been a huge um, Jeanette Oak Oak fan from the time I was a young boy because my grandma had um, Love's Enduring Promise. Mm -hmm. And she told me it was like Little House on the Prairie. I grew up um, watching Little House on the Prairie. And I thought 
as a little kid that I was a first generation fan, not realizing that in syndication is the only way you can see a show every day. But every day, <laughs> every day, Monday through Friday, I would watch Little House, Little on, House the Prairie. on the Prairie and then Wonderful World of Walt Disney. Absolutely. <laughs> and when I was really young, Wonderful World of Walt Disney was only if you were good and you got to stay up that extra hour. <laughs> so that was a big deal. Um, but anyway, so this, um, uh, series is the Canadian West series, which is, was, was a, kind of a follow-up, not related characters, but kind of a follow-up to her Love Comes Softly series. And um, so Naomi suggested When Calls the Heart, which, by the way, you still have to watch that on Netflix. Yes. Just putting that out there. I yes, did I did. watch that on Netflix. It's a, it's when a, you guys read that last year, I watched the first one. And it is confusing because it's not related to the first <laughs> six books. There's three mm-hmm. new. There's three newer books that have to do with the... The new series. Yeah, but, I was like, oh, I want to watch it, but I want to read the book first. And Andrew's like, uh, or Andrew's like, actually, it has nothing to do with that <laughs> book. I was like, oh. So they just okay. they just use the title. Yeah. But it's better than the Love Comes Softly movie series. Don't get me started on that. But anyway, um, uh, so we're going to continue on the series and read When Comes the Spring. And uh, as we left Elizabeth, she was planning to marry her Mountie, Wynne Delaney. And actually, there is a connection to the original series because the new series of three books, which is based on the TV show, um, basically bears out that the Elizabeth in the series of the TV series is the niece of the Elizabeth in the original book series. So they are related. And some of the people on mm-hmm. the on the One Calls the Heart TV page are pushing for um, the original characters to be incorporated in the new season. I don't know if the producers will acquiesce, but that's what they want. All right, so I'm excited to read this because the first one was very interesting to delve back into. And um, so I just always like frontier stories. I like the challenge that comes with, like it says here from Goodreads, it says as they begin their new uh, life together at his isolated outpost in the far north. Elizabeth is unprepared for the loneliness she feels and the rigors of life without any of the conveniences she's accustomed to. Her deep love for Wynne and her faith in God seem like all she has, but will it be enough? So, do you have any thoughts, Naomi? I just feel like Janet Oak is one of those you can happily recommend to anyone, and you never have to worry. So, and I actually told my neighbor Julie, I said, because um, she was reading the first book, and I said, oh, we're actually reading the next one in book club. You have to join in and trying to get her to come on. Julie. Yeah, yeah the more. Yes, Julie totally <laughs> should be here with us. Yeah, the, the more people, the more people, the merrier. Um, yeah. We will, we will squeeze you in. Yeah. No, um, but I think this will be a fun, fun Absolutely. Read. And we do have a book club Facebook page and we'd love to see that active while we're reading as well. Mm-hmm. So we need to, we need to step up our game there. Do you have any thoughts, Denise? Have you read any of these I books? read this series a long time ago, and um, it was fun when Naomi was reading it because I meant to read it, but um, <laughs> wasn't that like around, it was snowy or something? Mm-hmm. Because I had the boys sit down and watch it. I was like, well, well her mo- our Hallmark Christmas movies are done, so <laughs> let's watch this movie. And they're like, what have you done to us? And we watched the first one. But, yeah, I remember really liking the series when um, when I read it before. So, yeah, I was like, woohoo! 
it'll be fun to read that again and see what I remember. And for anyone interested in in this book in particular, the first one is short enough that you should be able to read the first one and then the second one by the time we get together to read it because it's the second book on our list. Yeah, they're all pretty easy reading. Yeah, they are. They're an easy, easy read. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this next one... Um, was recommended by Denise. So I'm going to let her mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about it. Well, this is one of those books that I have been meaning to read for a really long time. I, I actually feel guilt in um, admitting that but because I haven't read it, and I keep saying, oh, I'm going to read it. But it's Anne of Green Gables, My Daughter and Me, What My Favorite Book Taught Me About Grace, Belonging, and the Orphan in Us All by Laura Lee Cracker. And... Um, Laura Lee, I've met her a bunch of times, and, um, like, I'm just totally name-dropping Laura Lee. (laughs) I think you should be here with us. And when she first told us about this book, I had goosebumps. I was so excited about it. By the way, by name-dropping her and saying that you know her... That means that you're obligated to help make this happen. Yeah, because so. I feel like we said we were going to do coffee. So really, she should do this with us so we can have that coffee date. Well, we, keep saying. we already have muffins. so <laughs> Thanks to Denise. Blueberry <laughs> picking yesterday. And I'm like, well, that is about perfect for blueberry muffins. But Anne of Green Gables is one of my favorite book series. I, my parents got it for me when um, I was young in the whole series. And I loved it. I fell in love with it. And Laura Lee is from Canada. She's visited Prince Edward Island. She totally, she's one of those people who I can totally geek out about Anne of Green Gables. And she gets it. I just, she, her, her insight into it is so phenomenal. But then she brings in everything else um, with adoption and how she was tying Anne of Green Gables in with the adoption. It, it's phenomenal. And I've said that without even reading the book. I'm so sorry. I have not read your book, Laura Lee. Please forgive me. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm excited because, uh, uh, once again, this is kind of an atypical book selection for a guy. But I love Anna Green Gables as well. As a matter of fact, um, Inside Scoop, Megan Follows was probably my first TV crush. I, I love oh, Megan right. Follows. Oh, but Gilbert Blythe was for us. Oh, yes. my goodness. I'm sorry, Anne. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Well, I always felt, I, I, I still kind of feel like Gilbert um, a lot of the time. But that's another podcast um, for a whole host of other reasons. But anyway, yeah, I love those movies. And I think this book will be a will be an interesting interesting book to, to look at how she uses... Um, Anne of Green Gables to draw out some important lessons for us. Yeah, she's, um, if you're on Instagram, she's, I believe, the bookseller's daughter, and she does beautiful pictures with um, just different Ella Montgomery books. Um, do you have any thoughts, Naomi? We are actually listening to Anne of Green Gables with the boys, and so when I saw that you had recommended this, I was like, perfect, because I think that'll be a great follow-up. So I'm excited to read it as well. And Denise has talked a lot about her friend Laura Lee, so it'll be kind of neat to get to know her through her book. Awesome. And then um, this, the final book, the autobiography book, um, is is by a, a guy named Rory Feek. I am not happy and, about this book at all. <laughs> uh, and Joey and Rory um, are a country. We're a country singing duo. And uh, Joey 
went to be with the Lord, I think, a year and a half ago or something like that. And so Rory wrote this book about his challenges since that has happened and his um, raising of his daughter, Indy, who is a little, I think, three-year-old um, with Down syndrome. So I'm very excited to read this new book. Oh, we're going to cry through this whole I'm, entire I, I, I'm book. Pretty, I'm pretty sure we will. I, I'm a very emotional guy, and so it doesn't take me much to be reading a book and be crying my eyes out. But I'm the same way with movies. I just, I can't, I can't not, so... Yeah, a lot of the reviews said bring tissues. Now, do you know Joey and Rory? Are you mm-hmm. familiar with them? Oh. I Okay, well, <laughs> there's a whole conversation that we need to have on the I think I need to give the mic to Chad. He seems well, to know where they are. Well, <laughs> well if, if you were to give a little summary, that would be great. Uh, Joey and Rory were a country singing couple, and um, they... They won a contest, and like keep in mind, I didn't do any of my homework on this. This is just off the top of my head. They won a contest, and they had this beautiful relationship, this amazing um, vocalization, so awesome. They were so fun to watch. They had a TV show. We did not have cable. I've never watched the TV show, but I, I was just a big fan of them. I just thought they were the cutest things ever, and then... Um, I found out she had cancer, and it was one of those things where you're like, oh, that's so sad. I'm sure, you know, this is going to make a great story when she's all better. And watching his faith play out and their faith play out, I could cry just thinking about it. It's so good. And then my sister, because she's mean and awful, got me their (laughs) hymnal CD, and I, I, it's beautiful. It is Mm -hmm. truly stunning, um, but I cry, like, I listen to it and go, this is so good. Why am I crying again? Because it's, their their story is unbelievable. And my sister has been trying to get me to read this book. And I'm like, nope, I'm just going to cry through the whole thing. I don't want to read it. And I'm like, I first read the title, Once Upon a Farm, Lessons on Growing Love, Life, and Hope on a New Frontier. And I'm like, oh, Naomi and I could go on and on and on about this. And I'm like, Rory Feek, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> See, folks, this is this is how much of a sense of humor God has because I did not know any of this, (laughs) any of this backstory concerning Denise in this book before I chose this title, completely independent of any discussions that I had with them. (laughs) So it just shows that God wanted us to read this book. Yep, that's why book clubs are great. So finally, she will be reading it. With mm. tissues. Oh, okay. yes. Probably listening to the CD, because why not just add to the to the whole uh, yeah. atmosphere? Or, or I was going to say, e- either listening to the CD, or if they had if they had a waterproof version available, yeah. <laughs> so you didn't smear the book. Don't read this in January, Denise. <laughs> oh, no kidding. <laughs> she- I, I'm not a winter person, yeah. so we'll yeah. have to... All right. Think well, those are the those are the new titles for the book club, um, and so we will be digging into the Red Badge of Courage first, which is not about Snoopy. Just want to it's clarify, not, it's not about Snoopy, as we said earlier, and so we'll be in the studio in a couple of months, probably to record that podcast. And you can, uh, if you want to read it with us, you can um, look up the Speaking for Him book club page on Facebook. And join that, and uh, uh, if I get, you know, more people on there, we can actually have discussions before we go into actually recording the podcast, and that will give us additional content for the show. 
Well, thank you, ladies, for being here to introduce um, the next set of titles. I'm excited to continue reading with you, and thank you, Denise, for the muffins. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes. Um, so that's all I have for today's show. Just uh, make sure that you have a great weekend and keep serving the best of masters. to today's episode your host has been andrew gomison founder of speaking for him for more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com you can find andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com that's speaking the number four h-i-m you can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speaking for him and on twitter speakingforhim. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review. 